we're live. Welcome back to the second episode this week of For All Hours. My name's Jamal. And we've got an album review. Um, y'all know how much I love talking about music. I literally cannot shut up about it. It's probably my only personality trait. Um, ignore that last episode where I said my only personality traits were working and uh, drinking, but yeah, that and music. Um, I'm an absolute thought for music. It's literally all I listen to if I'm not listening to podcasts. Um, So yeah, I love uh, discussing and talking about music um, with other people, online, in person, whatever. Um, I still really want to get my boy Nav on. Um, because he's my guy when it comes to like music and we'll probably chop it up about concerts we've been to and just, you know, the good times. Um, but, uh, it's not that new anymore. Um, and (laughs) I'm actually quite late to jump on the train, but, uh, Justin Bieber dropped an album recently. And by recently, I mean, uh, 19th of March, so about three weeks ago. Wow. This has 91% on Google users. That's incredible. Does it really? Wow. I did not expect that. Um, <laughs> I, I teased and uh, like I talked about doing an album review on uh, a podcast a couple of weeks ago, this album specifically, and I listened to it once and I was just like, oh, spoiler alert, I don't like it. Um, I've listened to it twice since then, and I don't... It's actually quite enjoyable for what it is. If you take it as as what it is, as dumb as that sounds, if you take it at uh, late-era Justin Bieber, love my wife pop, um, lovey-dovey, sometimes I hate myself pop, it's actually a decent album. Um, I rate it a lot more than uh, the album he put out beforehand, uh, which was, I believe was Changes. Um, to me, that was uh, Justin Bieber trying to do, like very, trying very hard to do R&B and it just didn't come off. It was quite um, very nondescript, very generic um, and no amount of uh, Quavo features can uh, save that. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I'm just going to roll through the album. Um, I wrote notes on every song um, and just what I think about it. First of all, uh, just as an overview, uh, this album sonically is all over the fucking shop. Um, <laughs> you've got your classic Bieber uh, strip back, singing uh, very beautifully over, you know, just a piano or just some guitar. Um, Other than that, um, yeah, you've got your... He's gone for a very 80s. He's gone for some 80s aesthetic in there. He's seen that uh, The Weeknd and Dua Lipa have uh, knocked it out of the park with the 80s aesthetic and tried to bring some of that to this album, but for me, it doesn't work that much because it's not a sound that he returns to or, like, continues over the full span of the album. It's kind of just like, oh, 
I've done my, you know, classic life is worth living type beat, which I love that song. If Justin Bieber put out an album of just those type of songs, I would, that shit would be on repeat. Repeat, my guy. Um, but yeah, he's gone for some 80s shit, um, which in isolation, I'm sure they're fine. But in context of the whole album, uh, it's a bit of a miss for me. Um, there's a bit of drum and bass, which was interesting. Um, not my kind of, and it's not like good drum and bass. Like one of my, uh, old work bosses is like heavy into drum and bass. And he's like, no, this is real drum and bass. And he just like, show me that shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. So actual drum and bass is good. This is like watered down radio drum and bass. Um, I've got it in my notes, but like, uh, one of the songs literally just sounds like any song from, you know, power FM 2014 like it just it's it's quite generic um and then and then he takes into a uh <laughs> we have a bit of dance hall on here um one which i really liked surprisingly i didn't actually mind upon reviewing it both the tracks were okay um i really liked the one with beam um, love you different. Just I don't know. It's just re- it's really fun. I don't know why. I didn't know that I'd get excited over Justin Bieber dance hall. Um, but then the the other one with Burner Boy. I I've literally never disliked a song that Burner Boy's on. Even Burner Boy couldn't save this song. Um, all right. With that being oh okay before before we actually jump into track by track and the analysis, um, we have to talk about the. Uh, it had been very well talked about and uh, criticised uh, about this album, is the Martin Luther King interludes and snippets that you get throughout the album. It has to be one of the most ill-advised and curious uh, choices that Justin Bieber has made over his entire career. Um, and Justin Bieber's done some interesting stuff. You, you look back and you think... Um, like, we're talking Bad Boy Bieber, like 20, I want to say 2013, 2014. Remember when he just, like, you know, had a monkey and was pissing in random mop buckets at restaurants and getting arrested for doing shit and having mad groupies and shit? Just, like, real fuckboy shit. This is worse than that. Um, because it is, for me, and obviously I have no um, history, I guess, or, like, crossover with um, the whole MLK uh, movement. Obviously, I've read about it. I've um, seen movies about it, documentaries about it. But for me, the, the MLK shit just missed. It honestly, you could have taken that out and it would have been zero difference. Because for me... Listening to this album, it has nothing to do with any sort of justice whatsoever. Um, I think that's why I really didn't like it when I first listened to it, is I took the album as a whole piece of work listening to what I what I think Justin was trying to do with the album, and that was this big social political commentary um, with Martin Luther King as like the backdrop for that, and him 
putting that in and just being like, yeah, well, I'm, you know, talking about uh, social political issues, race issues uh, within America and the world, to be quite frank. But <laughs> but you listen to all the songs and it has nothing to do with uh, justice or race at all. He's just singing about how much he, you know, loves his wife and sometimes uh, hates himself um, and the bad decisions that he's made, which is fine. That's a good, like... That is what I expect coming into a Justin Bieber album, but it has zero correlation with anything any of the snippets of MLK has said. It does not relate whatsoever to what he's talking about. Um, and the fact that he named the album Justice, confusing. Um, but yeah, the album definitely grew on me when I listened to it uh, a few times uh, because, yeah, as I said, I didn't particularly like it when I first listened to it. But... Um, Let's let's talk about it. Let's go track through track because I actually, um, yeah. Let's just get to it because yeah, there there were songs that I actually quite enjoyed, and then there were just long, long, long breaks of me just being like, I do not care. Ah, oh, this is just so nothing. All right, opening track too much. Um, a classic, uh, as I said before, classic Bieber moody vocals over a stripped back piano, cute sentiment, um, really nice love song. The, what is it? Um, fuck, I was literally just listening to it. Don't want to fall asleep in case I've missed too much. Like, that's cute. Him being like, oh, I don't want to miss a single moment with you, babe. That is, see, <laughs> I've read it as it's a nice sentiment and it's like it's a like a, quite a beautiful uh, idea and like if someone sang to me like that I'd be like oh that's really nice but the fact that that comes off the back of like this MLK thing injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere that's it you see <laughs> that makes no sense it's a threat to justice anywhere I don't want to fall asleep in case I miss out on what you're doing babe how does that even relate how does that even relate whatsoever um, <laughs> so as I said, nice song, but like it, it, it was very much, uh, jarring to hear MLK off the top leading into a, uh, a love ballad for his wife. Um, so yeah, that be that as it may, um, I quite like this song. Um, we're moving into, uh, track number two, which is Deserve You, um, very generic, nondescript 80s type beat. Um, a good vocal performance. Um, the lyrics are just... Ah. If you actually look, listen to some of the lyrics that he says, um, it goes into something that I've said on a previous podcast, uh, just about life in general, is that people will just say words to say words. Like, if you actually break down some of the shit that he says, and I'm sure you do this with, like, literally so much other music, but, like, what are you saying, bro? Um but I got big uh, Phil Collins Susudio vibes with those drums. Um, big, hollow, uh, like, bass drums. And I was like, oh, that's a throwback. I'm sure that's what they were going for. Um, three, track three, um, As I Am featuring Khalid. Um, I'm going to bring up the lyrics because I have, I have I have a couple of gripes with the lyrics. Um, but, yeah. It was a strange shift 
um, from the opening verse, which is quite a low key um, Justin singing over pianos, into the chorus, which is almost like a bad chain smokers song. Like it very much reminded me of the uh, like 2016 radio aesthetic where everything kind of sounded like the chain smokers and flume and all those producers who were just making radio hit after radio hit. It was very jarring that it was very, <laughs> the juxtaposition was very, very big. Yeah. I mean, if that makes sense at all. Um, yeah. The lyrics at the end, I thought Khalid had um, a pretty good uh, performance on this track. However, <laughs> something that I have to bring up and I love Khalid. Um, American teen was a pivotal pivotal album in um my first year of uni i loved it i saw him live um with uh, my ex-girlfriend um he was great he he is the ariana grande of enunciating words he is the male version of ariana grande what is what is <laughs> what does khalid say sometimes and i uh, he has a, a lovely delivery he's is it t- tambor Timber, um, lovely. It's a very uh, warm, honey kind of sound. Um, but sometimes the the enunciation just isn't there. And I don't mind it, but <laughs> listen to him singing. It's, it's like, oh, he's, he's singing from the back of his throat. Um, but yeah, the, the lyrics, sometimes I don't know why you love me. Sometimes I don't know why you care. Um, take me with the good and the ugly. Justin, you good, bro. Um, it makes you it makes you think what his home life is like. Obviously, he's married to international supermodel Haley Bieber, uh, formerly Baldwin, I believe. Um, he's just like Justin. Obviously, has had a troubled past, uh, growing up as a, a huge child star, um, which he touches on at the el- end of the album, which I actually really enjoy. Um, but yeah, you listen to some of the lyrics. He says, "Like, is everything all right, <laughs> Justin?" Justin, if you're listening to this, yeah, Justin, I know you listen to this. Um, just bang my line, bro. Um, no, but it, it's interesting to hear how, um, although he's married, not everything seems to be, you know, uh, sweet and rosy, unless he's just, like, singing it just to sing it, which obviously people do, um, like, anyways. Not everyone raps, uh, raps, sings or writes from a place of, like, uh, experience or truth like if you listen to if you have the time go listen to um and watch Lil Tecker's um Ransom Genius interview because he raps about like uh whipping Mercedes um Benzes Bentleys um making it out of the hood go like flying uh international he's just like yeah I haven't done any of that shit he's like I don't have no guns I don't have no it's so funny but it's just one of those things where I'm just like is is this what uh Justin is, is he on, is he about that? Are things all good at home, JB? Let me know. Call me on 04, no, I'm kidding. Um, The next song, track four, Off My Face. Really good. This is probably top four for me on the album. I definitely had four standout songs. Um, Off My Face is just a really nice um. Really nice song. Justin singing over 
um, some just guitars. And I love... This is the type of Justin Bieber that song that I love. I love a stripped-back performance. I love him just like... Because Justin Bieber has a beautiful voice. Um, one thing you can always count on from Justin Bieber is either a banger, a beautiful vocal performance, or like, obviously, old-school Bieber, you had like vibes. Purpose Bieber, vibes. Um, but nowadays, it's just like, you're either getting radio hit or just like a beautiful song. And this is one of those. This is probably, I'm going to say three for me. This is my third favorite song on the album. Um, and just, yeah, some of the lyrics are beautiful. Um, off my, sorry, I'm going to have to bring it up. I'm very underprepared. Um, yeah, because I'm off my face in love with you. Like just, it's just a nice song. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the track. Um, and, and kind of uh, removed from the 80s type stuff that he was going for. Um, and then, yeah, just this nice strip back performance. I really enjoyed this. Um, track five, Holy by Chance the Rapper. Now, this was one of the singles off the album. And when I first heard it, I really didn't like it at all. But now that I have context uh, within the album, it's actually not that bad because um, I am a absolute whore for gospel music, um, even the smallest semblance of gospel music. Like, JB had a choir in there. I was like, ah, on God. Yeah, no, it was, um, it was good. Um, for me, not a single, um, but definitely makes more sense in context with the rest of the album, I guess. Um, an absolutely woeful Chance the Rapper feature. Oh, my goodness. Um, I love Chance. Um, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, acid. What, oh, fuck. Yeah. Acid Rain? Is that the mixtape name? Why am I blanking? Uh, acid rain, acid rap, acid rap. Um, one of the best mixtapes, mixtapes of the two thousands. Um, and then coloring book, amazing. One of my favorite. Oh, it wasn't an album. Technically, it was a mixtape, but one of my favorite uh, mixtapes of the decade. Um, and then he came out with the big day out or whatever the fuck it was called, The Big Day, and it was honestly just a piece of shit. Um, and this feature was not good, but he came out with a song called... Uh, fuck, what was it called? Tongues and Hearts or something? Chance of, oh, It's going to be something completely different, but it's a really good song. Um, the Heart and the Tongue. I was close. The Heart and the Tongue. Really good. Um Old chance, but old chance with new chance values. Like, I love my wife and I love Jesus, but he's got that, like, coloring book type thing. Anyway, uh, Justin Bieber. Holy, decent song. Um, next song in the running for my least favorite song on the album, Unstable, featuring uh, The Kid Leroy. Shout out to The Kid Leroy, um, Australia's very own. A bit of a nothing song for me. Um <laughs> And I just did say shout out to the kid Leroy, but his feature added absolutely nothing. Um, this song could have been 
left off the album and it would not have made a difference. <laughs> Speaking of things that could have been left on the al- off the album and made absolutely zero difference, track seven is the MLK interlude and boy, oh boy. Um, this is where everyone took issue with it. Um, again, I am all for using uh, historical... Uh, let's say snippets in albums. Uh, Kendrick Lamar does that really well. Um, people who actually talk about the topic that they are introducing the snippet for are actually good at using the snippet. Um, but the biggest outrage for this um, was the end of it where, oh, what does he say? Something, and it cuts off at justice. And it sounds like Justin... And everyone was like, Justin Bieber, you piece of shit. Uh, let me just play the end. You died when you refused to stand up for justice. You die when you refuse to stand up for... Now, he says justice, but it cuts off and it says, you die when you refuse to stand up for Justin. And then the next one comes, is like, din, 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 din. I'm like, bro... That's such a big miss. How does that go through, like, 300 people on the editing team and the curator for the album and Justin himself? If that's if that's a choice that was made, boy, that is a huge L and incredibly disrespectful. That entire interlude could have been left off the album and should have been left off the album. And that is my rant about that. For, for what? For, for, for why? For why? For why, Justin? Um, next track, Die For You, um, makes absolutely zero sense after the MLK interlude. Because um, <laughs> if you add the two together, he's basically just like, yeah, I'd die for that pussy. <laughs> he's basically just being like, yeah, I'd die for my wife. I love <laughs> sleeping with my wife. He's like, yeah, you know, good for you, Justin, but like, MLK didn't die for that shit. He didn't die so you could... F- <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to get derailed. Um, but a really good Dominic Fike feature. Um, I think Dominic Fike is okay. Um, I've listened to a bit of his stuff, not not all of it, um, and I probably should before I give that opinion. But this was a really good feature. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, all right. Track nine. We are absolutely flying through this. We're going to make this a tight half hour. Um, next track, Hold On. I really didn't like this song. Um, not really didn't like the song. I think this was also one of the singles. I just didn't enjoy it. Um, he's going for that 80s beat. We, we go through this um, section of the album where it's just like 80s vibes. Um, the lyrics are just strange. Um, Heaven is a place not too far away. Sounds like a threat. I, I don't know what he was going for, um, but... Not not one of my favourite songs on the album. We are moving swiftly to track 10, uh, Somebody. Uh, a, a very generic drum and bass pop song. Um, it sounds... Is it track 10? Track 10. Yes, this is track 10. <laughs> um, yeah, as I said uh, previously, sounds like every song on the radio from... 2014 so um yeah i have not much else to say about that track 11 uh ghost um 
Strange, strange song composition here, and by no means am I any music theorist. I'm just a person who just, like, listens to a lot of music. Um, but the drum and bass into, like, the stringy, watery guitars was a very confusing choice. Because you go from, like, the, the, the drum and bass and drum and bass into just, like, light, waffly kind of guitars, and I'm like, what are we doing here? It's like when... Uh, house or techno songs like bring the beat in and then they take the beat away and then it just like builds into the chorus where they it just fucking goes bananas um but it didn't sound like that it kind of just sounded like two different songs um and i know the sentiment with the lyrics is like the idea is supposed to be good like um if i can't have you i'll take the ghost of you like that's in theory that's to me that's like nice right like, oh, well, I can't have you. I'll take the ghost of you. Um, sounds quite desperate, to be honest. Um, but something about it just irks me. I don't know why. I don't know why I don't like it, but it's just like, it's a bit, eh. Whatever. Um, track 12. The track everyone has been talking about. Peaches. Featuring Giveon and Daniel Caesar. Um, good song. Uh, should be a great song. This could be... This, I think... Ooh, this is the type of song that Justin Bieber wanted on Changes. This should be a great R&B song. And to be honest, um, <laughs> I listened to his NPR performance of it, and that was, like, hot. That's a gr- that, that was a great performance. Um, but to me, it just seemed, like, fast. Um and, like, way overproduced. If you stripped it back a little, made it a little bit raw, um, Daniel Caesar, amazing, as per usual. Giveon did not have enough on uh, that track. He had, like, a 15-second verse. Beautiful, as always. His voice quality is just phenomenal. He is such a beautiful voice. Um, But, yeah... Um, I honestly think the song, and this is nothing against Justin Bieber at all, um, not that it matters, but it absolutely could have um, used without. The song would have been fine without him, probably better. And you know what? I saw um, my boy, the one, the fucking only, Ricardo Valentine, Black, um, came out, not came out, um, but basically did his own verse on uh, on Peaches, just for fun, and I'm gonna play it because it's fucking sick. Um, yeah, that's 
fucking crazy, dude. Like, obviously, I'm a huge black fan, like, massive. But, like, just imagine black Giveon Daniel Caesar on that track um, with black doing, like, the Justin Bieber role and his own verse. Like, that that has big on the way Khalid, black, and uh, Ty Dolla Sign energy. Um, Because, yeah, that's, like, sick. That was, I was absolutely geeked when I heard it. Um, but it's a good song. Uh, Peach is probably my favourite song on the album. Um, either that or... I can't decide. The top four... I feel like Peach is, is my favourite just because of the um, the features. Um, are, like, incredible. Daniel Caesar, man. We need more shit from him. Between his last album and this feature and some of the features that he's done recently... Woof! Um, that man is, yeah, serious. Um, track 13, Love You Different. I loved this song um, because when I heard Peaches for the first time listening all the way through the album, I was like, I was quite underwhelmed. It's obviously grown on me. I do really like that song now. But this is the one song that stood out to me. This is the one song where I listened to it and I was like, oh, shit. Never did I think that I would really enjoy Justin Bieber over some whitewashed dance hole. This shit hit different. I will love you different. Just the way you are. Oh. Um, it was, I was surprised that I liked it this much. Um, it, it has a really good just like vibe to it, which, which is such a like nondescript and <laughs> just a nothing thing to say, but he also like rides the beat really well. Because when when you listen to some uh, not, uh, I'm not going to say Jamaican because it's not exclusively dance, but like non dance hall artists go uh, over a dance hall beat. It's very just like clunky, um, and they try and bring like whatever style they've got. I think he ap- actually adapted really well to the uh, dance hall style, um, which I really enjoyed. Um, oh, but it comes with the worst fucking bar on the album. Um, I'll treat you like a mother. Let's make babies. That is gross, Justin. And I know you probably mean well, but that is just such a whack as line. But yeah, good song. Beam was really good. Um, I really enjoyed that feature. This is just a really good song. This is probably my second favorite song on the album, to be honest. Um... All right, um, track fourteen, uh, the one featuring Burner Boy, "Loved by You." Um, I listened to this song about half an hour ago, and it, it automatically grew on me. I don't know why. Um, I hate the opening eight bars, <laughs> um, like the "I built a castle," "I bought a castle in France," uh, that looks like the one I made for you when I was two. <laughs> something about uh, taking a picture of heaven, but it was just your room. I'm like, shut up. It's such a, it's so corny, so corny. And it's like not even dance hall yet. When I first listened to it, I'm like, how are you going to fit Burner Boy on this track? There's zero dance hall at all. Zero vibes whatsoever. Um, Burner Boy, short performance, honestly, gave it his best. Classic Burner Boy. Um, Yeah. And not much more to say. I, I think that's the uh, song that'll grow on me the most. Um, track 15. We're almost there, folks. Uh, 
Anyone. Um, just not a very good song. I think this is one of the few songs in the album where he has a quite an average um, vocal performance. It was very whaley to me. Um, but we did have the return to like the, our uh, pop aesthetic, uh, sonic, I guess. Um, I'm going to have to look up the lyrics because my note here is um, the sentiment is supposed to be nice, um, but I've written supposed to be a good sentiment, but seemingly manipulative. Epic finish. The the end is actually quite epic. Um, the it's a, got a big ballady type one. Um, yeah, this is almost, and I know it's not. This is not what he's going for, but it's the oh, I'll kill myself if I can't be with you. It's obviously not that extreme, but that's just the vibes it gets. Like I get from it. Yeah, you are the only one I'll ever love. If it's not you, it's not anyone. Looking back on my life, you're the only good thing I've ever done. If it's not you, it's not anyone. Like, that that screams, no, you can't leave me. I'll be so miserable and I'll kill myself. I don't know why. That, that's, I just didn't uh, the, uh, didn't like this song. Didn't like this song. Um, but to finish the album with a song that I really, 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 really liked, um, and it was also a single... I don't even know if it was meant for this album. Um, it was just like a single that came out like ages ago. Um, Lonely. Um, with Benny, one of the Bennies, Benny Blanco. Um, really, really good song. Um, this is this is the type of shit I want more from uh, Justin. Uh, wonderfully introspective, a great vocal performance, a really good song. Um, he touches on how he struggled with fame as a child. Um, that, yeah, he was a dick when he was a kid, but he was a kid. Um, it's really good introspection, and I think it's really mature on uh, Justin's part because, yeah, it's a great song. Um, if this came out five years ago, I think this would have lit the world on fire. Because, um, yeah, it's just... It's a really good look into, like, his... Uh, psyche, I guess, and how he's been dealing with uh, growing up as a, a pop megastar. Like, because Justin's 27 now. He's he's getting up there. Um, I think he's 27. When was he born? 94? Uh, yeah, he was born 94. Um, yeah, he's 27. Like, he's getting old. He's been famous since he was 16. Baby dropped in 2010. So like he's he's had a full um like life cycle as a pop star. Like he's he's getting on Justin Timberlake levels of just like longevity. And I think if cuz I remember at some point he said he was going to retire, um which I definitely called bullshit and I think he's dropped two albums since. Um I think if Justin puts out more stuff like Lonely, and obviously not sonically, because otherwise it'll just be a very depressing album, um, but just that sort of like introspection and uh, looking into his past as like a, a child star and a megastar and just the shit that's happened in between, I think that'd be really good. 
um, because this song, as I cannot get enough, it is just really good. Um, so yeah, that was Justice, um, a very very sonically inconsistent pop album with a lot of good love songs, a lot of filler, um, <laughs> some very uh, what's the word? What's the term I used? Not ill-fated. Um, very, very misused MLK snippets. Um, but overall, enjoyable. At the end of the day, I do talk about music a lot like I uh, know what I'm talking about. But at the end of the day, I do listen to music for the enjoyment of it. And I think there are quite a few tracks on this project that I um, will repeat and uh, listen to relatively regularly. They'll make playlists for sure. Um, I might not listen to Off My Face all the time, but when I'm when I'm in the mood, when I'm feeling uh, moody, I'll probably chuck it on because it's a great song. Um, so, yeah, if I were to rate it, I hate rating shit because um, I have nothing to base it on. But, like, this is a... If I'd rate it uh, between Justin Bieber albums, if... Uh, Changes is dead last. Journals is top. It's probably below purpose. Um, yeah, because his early albums were good. This is probably his bang average album. Um, there's a lot of good stuff. You can obviously hear the maturation, um, but there is just a, a couple of missteps there, especially with the MLK shit. So, yeah. Um, overall, it definitely grew on me. I really... Uh, There were definitely a lot of stuff that I didn't like um, that upon re-listening to it, um, I actually didn't mind too much. So, yeah. Um, That has been my review of (laughs) Justin Bieber's Justice album. Um, I will be doing more shit like this. I love reviewing stuff. Obviously, (laughs) I love um, talking about music. I've just turned um, a 16-track album where I reckon I hated five of the songs um, into a 40-minute podcast. Um, so I will be doing more of this shit, and I hope you uh, enjoy this. This has been the For All Hours podcast. Thank you for listening, and um, I'll probably catch you next week. Next week.